Welcome to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. Get ready to learn the latest tactics and strategies that'll take your business to the next level. And here are your hosts, Carly Andrews and Marcel DePaul. Welcome to episode 006 of our seven episode mini series, which aims to bring you guys everything that you need to know about the basics of digital marketing so you can start getting digital marketing savvy in your own business. Today, we're going to be talking about email marketing, which is our second last episode in this uh, in this mini series. But the importance of what we're talking about today, which is email marketing, and then what we're talking about next episode, which is your website. Uh, is that it's actually these two things are your owned assets in digital, whereas everything else is rented. And so as you might have noticed, and you may already be asking yourself some of these questions about the last podcasts that we did, were that they were very pay-to-play oriented. So it was, you know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of work that has to go into them in terms of the organic side of it. And then if you you know are ranking organically, you need to kind of supplement that with a paid strategy as well. So you might already be thinking, but you know, Google and Facebook, these guys are changing the game all the time. What happens if they change it and I just fall off the first page or all of a sudden Facebook is just way too expensive for me? Well, that's where email marketing and your website, but today we'll talk about email marketing, uh, comes into play because these are the platforms where you own what goes on in them. You have complete control over your list and what you communicate with them on. Yeah, so I guess what Carly really means that when we're talking about owning an asset versus renting an asset, if you build out a Facebook audience or uh, even, even a whole Google AdWords campaign, uh, what happens to that campaign is kind of in the hands of the platform that, that owns it. Um, so if a whole bunch of other players come into Facebook and your CPM skyrocket overnight, you could be, uh, I guess, somewhat uh, priced out of the game. Um, or in, in Google AdWords, uh, a similar thing could happen. You could be bitted out. So you don't really own those assets. Um, or, or the case might be that with an audience that you might be targeting, um, you may no longer have access to that audience, which uh, which isn't isn't that unheard of. Um, so, I guess with building out your own email marketing list, that that's an asset that you 100% entirely own, um, and you'll always own that. So you can email that database, or, or you can do whatever you like with that, um, and you can plug it into different marketing assets. So. It's certainly one that you should spend some time working on building. And in fact, the aim of the game with everything you do on digital really should be to direct people uh, not only back to your website, but to get their email address so that you do have this ultimate level of control. So uh, for most industries, your end goal is going to be to get their email address so that for future strategies, when things change, you've got some control and you've also got a list to leverage in, you know, new platforms as they as they start to come so out. So I guess we'll start by by breaking it down into what is email marketing um, and and why is it why is it so important? Why are we making a whole podcast on it? So email marketing is really when we send out a marketing message to a, a, an email list that we've built, uh, which we would call a database. So when you've gathered, when you might have a couple of customers or you might have a couple of leads, you can put them into an email marketing database. And you can then send them all, I guess, like a, a group email uh, with some kind of marketing message. And the goal of that message typically is to then have some kind of call to action to then either get them to purchase or to leave a review um, or whatever the objective of that email might be. 
but it's really kind of a stepping stone to, to re-engage that customer. So what will you need to get started with email marketing? I'm sure it all sounds really, really good, but how hard is it going to be? Well, there's a lot of different platforms out there that you basically just sign up to and it gives you access to the ability to start building those lists, start sending those emails and designing those emails. And you can also automate some of these functions as well so that as soon as someone does build a list, you can trigger an email to go to them so that it can become, you know, essentially self-managed. And we'll talk about that a little bit further shortly. So a few of the major players in the game in terms of the ones that you would want to sign up to um, include MailChimp, Campaign Monitor, DotMailer, Clavio. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of different resources out there that you can sign up to. We would recommend MailChimp if you're just getting started. Uh, you know, it's it's affordable. It can even be free depending on what plan you've got. And it just scales as you get more subscribers, basically. Uh, it also integrates with some of the other major platforms. The automations are really fine and easy to work with. So, you know, what you'll need is you'll need, uh, you know, to, to sign up for one of these platforms and MailChimp is, is our recommendation there for most. Yeah, like Carly said, MailChimp's a great one. And and do a little bit of due diligence yourself and look at what your needs are. Uh, you might find that if you're already a big e-commerce business, you probably already have some kind of uh, CRM platform. There are some other ones like DotMailer and Clavio that work really well with e-commerce platforms in the sense that they actually plug into the back end of your web store. So it looks at all of your order history data and then you can start segmenting um, kind of on another whole level. But like Carly said, for 99% of people, MailChimp is the go-to uh, and it's quite affordable, particularly for, for smaller email lists. So once you've got that software, then you really want to start looking at building out your email list. Um, and there are so many different ways that you can do it. Um, the most popular one that you probably see on every second website that you go on is just the classic email pop-up. So when you land on a website, you get a pop-up that opens up. Sometimes it's incentivized, uh, sometimes it's not. Um, and, and it's a pop-up where you can just type in your email address uh, and then you go into an email uh, marketing list from there. So in, in whilst we're talking about incentivizing these things, uh, it's really important that you do actually incentivize it um, by just having a pop-up that says enter your email to receive special offers and deals kind of worked five years ago. Uh, but now that it's on nearly every single website, it doesn't really work anymore. So by putting some kind of incentive in place, not only one gets people to opt into the email, but it also gives you an opportunity to actually get that customer to make a purchase. So say you're running an e-commerce store, that uh, incentive might be save $10 in your next order over $100. You're then giving that person a, re a reason to not only spend over $100, but to actually make that purchase whilst they're on the website at that point in time. Uh, and with the marketing software that we have now, if they don't purchase, you've then got their email address and you can then put them into an automation that follows up in say three days or, or five days time. Uh, and then lets you send them another email that says, hey, we haven't seen you back at our website in a few days. So you could then, then uh, with email marketing software that we have these days, you can then follow up with another email a few days later with some kind of additional incentive uh, to really get them back there and, and make that purchase. Um, so the pop-up lead form uh, is, is definitely one of the most popular and it certainly works really well. And when you're thinking about these strategies, what's, you know, it might sound, you know, to get $10 off on an order to, or to give some kind of special offer and incentive might sound like a, a lot, but 
when you consider how much you're spending on other platforms to get leads that you know you then don't have a direct connection to. So when you're thinking about you know Facebook and the effort you put in there, your Facebook advertising strategy, your Google AdWords, your SEO, all of those are just leads and you don't then have you know a direct line to their inbox. And so when you're looking at those leads and how much it costs to get one of those leads, think of email marketing in the same way. And so your your email marketing list is much more likely to convert because they're definitely, you know, they're high intent and they're very interested in what you've got if they've signed up. So take that into consideration and, and put a bit of a value on it. Uh, if you don't have data to tell you what that value should be and what your email list is worth, then come up with a number based around uh, what it costs you to get a sale at the moment. And so, you know, if it costs you $10 to get a sale at the moment, you might decide, well, I think I can get 20% of my email list to make a conversion. And so, you know, I think my uh, my cost per email address should be $2. And, and then you can put that into, you know, your advertising budget as, you know, if I want an email list of 2,000 people, well, I'm willing to pay $4,000 to, you know, in incentives or in advertising to get to that point. So put a value on it because they're worth a lot. So and, and another great way that uh, that you can look at getting emails, which you've probably seen before, is the, the sweepstakes sort of campaign. So that's where you offer an incentive, not in the way of, of a discount on your website, but more so in the way of giving back to the customer in terms of offering some kind of products or offer upfront that they can then go in the draw to enter. So, for example, if you were selling diving gear, uh, you might be selling uh, a mask, snorkel and, and fin pack um, and you could offer to give away that mask, snorkel and fin pack uh, and in return uh, people would simply put in their email address and, uh, and go in the draw to win it. So from, from a sweepstakes campaign like that, depending on how it's being marketed, you could expect to receive as little as a couple of hundred emails to uh, potentially up into the, to the thousands. So uh, that's certainly a, a way that's worked and it's, it's a proven tried method, tried and proven method uh, that's worked, worked over and over. Yeah, so that's basically everything you need to get started with email marketing and then how you could start to build out your email database to then start uh, sending some emails. But the other question we get all the time is how often do I send emails? So I guess the average number that is recommended uh, is three times per month. But it really depends on your industry, you know, so much. And so if you've got a database that, you know, you only need to reach out to once a month, that's completely fine as well. So you need to just consider those factors. But three a month on, on average is, is pretty much the, the standard. And then once you've sent your emails, it's important to then look at what's worked and what hasn't worked because, you know, you don't want to, just like with Facebook advertising, you don't want to give your audience, you know, ad fatigue. You also want to make sure people keep opening your emails. So you don't want to send them crap. You don't, you don't want to just, you know, use, you know, poor subject lines that they're not going to want to open anyway. You know, you want to make your design uh, very interesting and a little bit different every time and you want to give value so that when they open it, they go, yeah, I would open that email again from that sender. Uh, and if they don't uh, open, then you know you can do kind of re-engagement campaigns and things like that. But it's just important to look at what's working 
and what's not working. And to do that, there are two ways in email, the two main metrics are open rate. So you can see what percentage of people who you send your email to open your email. And then you can also see the click through rate. And so the average open rate for email is 20% and the average click through rate for email is about 2%. So that's the, the, the industry averages when it comes to, you know, benchmarking what kind of metrics you should be or what results you should be expecting from the emails that you send. And, and the other thing to keep in mind is if you just build out your email list and you get 10,000 people in there and you have a 20% open rate, but you just keep that email list at 10,000, uh, or you don't actually filter people out of your email list, that list is just going to keep getting uh, somewhat worse and worse open rates and click-through rates, um, which isn't necessarily a reflection of your list getting worse, but over three or four years, customers typically have a life cycle within that industry. So it's important that you keep topping up your email list with brand new, fresh customers that are super interested and super keen on the sport or that are super keen on on what you're selling. Um, and then you can always then filter out the bottom half of that list. So the people that are no longer interested, they can then go into a separate list, which then works on re-engaging them. And then if they never re-engage after that re-engagement campaign, they can then go into a third list, which is kind of a dormant list, which you can then maybe target once every six months with, with a really good offer to see if they've decided to come back into that industry. Um, so yeah, I guess the, the most important thing there to keep in mind is that you do need to keep topping it up. You can't just build some awesome list and then just expect it to, to last for three or four or five years um, because you're just going to see your your open rates and click-through rates getting worse and worse over time. Yep. And then I think the, the last thing that we want to touch on is probably the most exciting thing and the, the best thing that you can do with email marketing, which is automations. Because it means you can literally set one email up one time and then just set it on autopilot for you know, however long you like. And so some of the automations we've set up have generated, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do a podcast soon about the $33,000 that we generated in just a couple of months for one e-commerce client from one email, which took about an hour to set up. And so automations are really the most powerful way to, without exhausting resources, just continually uh, send your customers on a journey essentially to get them to purchase. The most popular automation that you've probably seen before is when you sign up to an email list, uh, and I guess this is what we mean by an automation, uh, is when you sign up to an email list, when you sign up straight away, there's like an automatic email. No one's sending that email. It's just an automated email that responds back to you and says, hey, thanks for signing up to our email list. Here's a little bit about our company. Um, so that would be like a really basic email automation. But as you get more data on your customers, those automations can get more and more complex. So they can be things like product reorder email. So if you, your particular product has a life cycle, say your product has a three-month life cycle, after three months, it can send that person a product reorder reminder. Or if you haven't shopped with the company for a while, uh, it, it can then send them a reminder with some kind of incentive to uh, come back and shop. Or it could be something like, uh, hey, it's your birthday, here's 10% off on your birthday. Um, so those are those marketing automations that we're talking about. And there's an endless list of automations and you can get automations and automations and you get, uh, into some rabbit holes there. But, 
um, yeah, that's definitely the, the next thing to consider after you have all of your emails built and you've got an email list, automations uh, are where you're really going to start to gain some traction. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it for email marketing. So um, the reason you would be doing email marketing is because it's an owned asset. It gives you a direct line of communication with the people who really, really care about your business and allows you to take them on a journey essentially to uh, make sure that they're not only just you know making one purchase, but making repeat purchases and continuing to be a loyal customer. Uh, all you'll need is a, a CRM, so a, you know you need to sign up to a Mailchimp or a Dot Mailer or some kind of program that allows you to send these emails uh, in bulk. And we our recommendation for ninety percent of people would be Mailchimp for that. When you're looking to build your email database, things like pop-ups, lead forms, sweepstakes competitions, at the checkout, uh, in-store, you can do product launches. Make sure you have some kind of offer or incentive to get people to want to subscribe and be part of your community. And then once you've got them part of your community, make sure you've got uh, some automated emails rolling out to them. That's going to be your biggest return on investment there with email. Uh, Email frequency, make sure you're sending them whatever's relevant to your industry the average is three times a month and then just make sure you're you're watching your click-through rate and open rate so that you've got an idea of if what you're doing is working and then like Marcel said continuing to top up that email list and essentially purge anyone who's no longer engaging with you. That's it for email marketing. Uh, Next episode, we're going to be talking about everything to do with your website because that is the core of everything. Thanks for listening to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. For your very own digital marketing health check, head over to devotedigital.com.au. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Devote Digital. Be sure to give us a follow while you're there.